0: Hello guys, welcome back to the first episode of Time It with Gingy. So this one is like, we're going to be talking about Apple and their Pro Series. So yeah, this is very probably controversial over people if they think Apple and their Pro Series is
1: like a good thing or a bad thing. But yeah, let's have a look. So on here
0: I have like Apple's web page brought up, and the first thing that catches my attention is the thing that everybody hates, but a few people
1: love. The pro stands, yes. Yeah, so what amazes me is how so this is
0: in like Great British pounds, by the way. So. The thing that amazes me is how every other monitor, but I just recently, I just recently like look, been looking at like some monitors and stuff like that, right, every one of them in the box comes with a stand for free, but that's what everybody would think should happen, but Apple think differently, so you can get their Pro stand for a nice £949. Now, that is that is really stupid, to be honest, not going to lie. Like, I mean, the stand can do pretty much nothing any other stand can do. So, that's pretty funny how Apple can get away with selling a stand for £949. Right. So, what it says is, let's see what this stand can do. Let's see if it's worth £949. The magnetic connector on ProSan makes it easy to attach and detach from its polar opposite magnet on the back of the Pro XDR display. It's got magnets. That's the only thing I've so far seen differently from from any other monitor. These magnets guide the connectors.
1: Well, latches automatically, engages securely. Come on, Apple, you can do better than this. Yeah, I don't understand how that's worth
0: £949. I don't know if that's just me or if all the people agree with me. And something else which really amazes me is textured glass is in a pretty much a thousand pound difference
1: Actually, it's about like 900 pound difference How can Apple get away with that? Like it's, it's amazing because any other company would
0: not do anything like that but then again Apple do sure like their money But yes, so something which has just recently been released is the new Mac Pro Oh
1: Here we go on this one So Right there This is definitely going to be i let everybody hating me or loving me on this one But yeah The base model of the Mac Pro is £5,499. Oh. Like I mean the specs are the specs are pretty good on the Mac Pro, not gonna lie, but the thing is, the Mac Pro really Right, let's think of it this way. Before
0: Apple slapped Pro on every one of their products, what was Pro
1: meant for? Right, professional. So who would be a professional? If
0: you're thinking about people that maybe do like movie production, editing and stuff like that, yeah, they're professional, like editing movies and stuff like that. So I think what people don't understand is that's what professional means and the pro model doesn't just mean that right you've got, you've got lots of money it's just going to get the pro model right that's fine sometimes that might be the case but i would say in my opinion the mac pro right, i'm not defending it in any way the specs the specs are okay i guess and your readability, right? That's something that I've never. Well, Apple used to do, but now, if you think about it, they're going kind of back to where it used to be. Right now, Apple even tell you how you can upgrade your Mac Watch. The thing is, for lots of years now, Apple have not been doing stuff like that. What they've been doing is making you come in and buy a new. Like the latest model every time it gets released but the thing is now I like the way Apple going with this right this is this does look a lot better now the fact that Apple are letting you upgrade your own computer which I think everybody should be able to do I don't think you should not be allowed upgrade your own computer and the thing is now you know what I'm saying let's go back to the professional sense right So basically what Apple is getting on at here is that I think they're trying to get the proper professionals like the ones that actually would need a computer this beefy and good for video editing because on Apple's webpage you can now what they're letting you do is you select what way you would like your Mac configured so it says choose your Mac Pro here. So the Mac Pro, like the tower and like a server rack. So what that is going at again is the server rack even proves my point even more that Apple's trying to go to the more productive ed- like video editors and all stuff like that. I'm not just saying the video editors, that's just an example. But what I mean is
1: unless you're really into like how do I explain this, right? So, unless you're really
0: determined on having the best setup, I don't think it's really normal just to have a server rack sitting in your room. That's not really what happens. But yeah, if you're
1: in like a, let's just say a, a big company's. How do I explain it, right? So. If you're in
0: where like a bunch of video editors and that would be like if you're in a big company say for universal Movie something like that they're definitely going to have server racks and what proves my point is i think apple's trying to so you've got stuff like the macbook pro yeah that is uh, kind of professional kind of not but what i mean is that's something everybody can carry about with them But I really don't think Apple is showing the new Mac Pro as something for, say, normal consumers. I think that's more for, like, people that are in business for editing or, like, just photography, videography, anything. I think if you're wanting, like, a Mac in your room, it's more the Mac Mini. What you are trying to
1: get is just normal consumers. If you get what I'm going on at here, yeah, but that's what I mean. So, if I have a look at the specs for the Mac Pro, you know, actually, I think the new Server Rack one has just been like released
0: today because it used to keep saying coming soon, but now, as soon as I went on the website
1: here, that's it ready. You buy it now. So yeah, it really does look like Apple are wanting
0: professionals to have this because one, the the price is really amazing to say the least, uh, as I keep saying, right, this is the server rack one. It's for the base model
1: it's five thousand nine hundred and ninety nine pounds, but that is That is really, makes me speechless and the base model for the tower is £5,499. Not 100, I wish it was 100. And our top of the line model The top of the line model the top of the line model is
0: £48,519, right, that is, that definitely proves my point again because obviously a lot of people maybe that are wealthier in that could maybe like have that as a normal computer, but the thing is, I would say that is more based for companies to come in and go like, yeah, yeah, we're going to upgrade like our editors, stuff like that. That definitely looks like that's what it's
1: for. It doesn't, it doesn't really look like it's for normal consumers. Yeah, right, so that's, that's the Mac Pro. Let's just leave that there. We look on Apple's website. And now, let's go to the
0: HomePod. Right, this has obviously been here for a while now, but I just wanted to have a chance to talk about it.
1: I know it's pretty much irrelevant now. But yeah, so the HomePod. Oh, where do I start with this?
0: So the HomePod is obviously, it's got good speakers and stuff like that on it. And it is obviously meant to be a competitor with Amazon's Alexa or the Google Home. So the thing is about the HomePod is it's not
1: quite the same as any of the other ones. Because the HomePod, it's got a Siri in it. I could just leave that there, but no, I'm going to continue with it.
0: Siri is probably the least intelligent AI
1: assistant that I've ever seen. really doesn't know anything and the thing is
0: with this you're obviously I've currently got the Google home that is my I've got the Google home mini which just stays over there the thing is I like having that because that's obviously got really
1: good features that the home pod just doesn't have I mean if I just currently type up Google Home.
0: Right, so the thing is, we've all I don't know if you've heard of it, but Google Home Max. Right, the thing is, that has got really good speakers in it and
1: stuff like that. Probably a competitor with the HomePod at that point. That is currently the two seconds £299.
0: And the the Google, not Google, the Apple HomePod is 279 The thing is, with the HomePod, obviously that is cheaper uh, than the Google Home Max. But the thing is, if you're really desperate for that, like, if you're using it just for the audio, I would probably recommend just to get a pair of, like, studio monitors or something like that.
1: The thing is, I know I keep saying that, but you're really wanting to put the extra
0: in to get the HomePod, it would probably, if you were wanting like a smart
1: assistant but you wanted really good audio, you could probably just go for, you could probably just go for like maybe an Alexa because I'm pretty sure they have a 3.5
0: aux not Aux, I can't remember, but they have a 3.5 headphone jack out, so that means you could just plug an old Alexa into it, and now you're sorted, you've got really good audio, and you've got a smart assistant, what more could you want? But the thing is, Apple is, they really don't have the best smart assistant, I know I keep saying that, but with the the iPhone, my probably least favourite feature of it, is Siri, because she can never answer basic questions, I don't know if that's just me that's not saying it right, or it what what's up with that, but she can never seem to answer basic questions, but
1: my Google Home can, if you know what I mean, so yeah, that's pretty much all I've got to see on the home pods. So next, the iPad Pro. There's been a lot of controversy over that too. Let me just up the page on it. Right, where can I get started with the iPad Pro? All I can see is it looks really cool, not going to lie. It really does look cool. But the thing is, is it worth the price? Hmm yes and no thing is with the ipad pro
0: i think it is hinting at normal consumers and it's also wanting to be something that digital artists would carry around so i'd say it's kind of in the middle there if you know what i mean so what I like is this is something that I've never seen a tablet have before unless you put external storage in it. It's got one terabyte, you can get a one terabyte hard drive in it Watch that is that is pretty amazing to say the least. The fact that that is hinting at you can flood it with games and photos or you can like be professional on it. like do some digital art and stuff like that but the thing is it's trying to hint as replace your computer with me or your laptop whatever i don't think ipad OS is really ready for that yet i mean i don't know can you plug a mouse into it let me just check because if you can that really that really is trying to take over
1: as a more of a laptop than anything else. You can use a mouse over Bluetooth or USB. If you're using the form, if you're using the former,
0: you will have to make sure it's paired. Or assuming you don't have a USB Type C mouse kicking around. So yeah you can use a mouse on it, I mean that is pretty cool
1: but it's an iPad, it's not meant to be used as a laptop, it's really not and just to, yeah iPad OS, split screen that is really cool, I've tried it on an iPad before, it works really well. But it's just, I would say it's not a
0: really big screen, if you know what I mean. Uh, that can be a really good thing and it can be a really bad thing. Because if you're trying to use it as a laptop, it'll, you'll most likely, unless you've got like one of the netbooks, you'll most likely have a bigger
1: screen on it. But for some people that would be perfect and for me that probably would be perfect too. the fact that you can voice, I've not actually heard of this before, but you can voice control your way around your iPad. I didn't actually know that was a thing. The more you know. Alright, so, when you walk through the door. Pause. Right, that's pretty cool. The
0: fact that the HomePod maybe actually does have a feature that I quite like, so it's called hand off to the, hand off to HomePod. So when you walk through the door, simply hold your iPad close to the HomePod to seamlessly hand off your music, podcast, or phone call. So let's just like picture the scene. So on your way home, you've been listening to Time Out with Gingy, right? And when you want to go home, you're like. Wow, I really want to continue listening to this podcast. It's absolutely amazing, and the host is even better than the podcast itself, so you can walk through the door, hold your iPads close to the home pod, and it'll just play your po- time out with gingy through that. How amazing is that! It's just like Apple knew I was going
1: to make a podcast. Uh, right, so that does look pretty cool. Not gonna lie, I could see myself using that, like Ben.
0: Actually, I'm not gonna say when I was listening to Time Out with Ginger because it's a bit weird that I'm listening to my own podcast. Right, so the smart keyboard
1: for the iPad Pro. Hmm. I mean the smart keyboard this is for the iPad Pro by the way so this is that model not uh, the other one. I think the other one iPad. right so they've all kind of got the same price so let me just set the iPad here
0: yeah they've all got about the same price So basically, the smart keyboard is what Apple picture you're using if you're wanting to
1: use it as a laptop. So yeah, let me just have a look at that. So for the 12.9
0: inch screen, that, that model, it's £199.
1: I imagine it will be about the same in US dollars, but it's £199. For the 11 inch model it is £179 I mean is it good? Probably not. The thing is again it's not really, it probably takes about
0: £50 to make and they're charging it for about £200 that's kind of what I'm getting
1: from it. And if we go back to iPad and we we'll look at the pencil. Now, this could be so. I want to just take the second gen model and. So, for the first generation Apple Pencil, it's £89 watch. I don't understand why it is that because. It's just a stylus, pretty much. It's a rechargeable stylus. (laughs) I don't actually understand
0: why it costs that much. And the Apple Pencil second
1: generation is £120. That is just mental. I don't understand how it costs that much for a stylus. That is. Pretty amazing Apple. So yeah, you can get free engraving. I would want my free engraving if they was paying for a pencil that free. Oh. I never actually realised this was a thing till now. Oh. you didn't know this till now but did you know that you can get a Logitech Crayon for iPads? A Crayon. I mean, I think that's pretty much for, oh by the way just here for wondering it's about
0: £59.95. For the picture here it was like a, a toddler using that with the iPad so I think what it is, is it's basically like the Apple Pencil but not the Apple Pencil because I think what it's aimed at is for, what I can see in the picture It's like a kid drawn like a dinosaur
1: on their iPad so that's probably what it is. So now let's have a look at... Right, oh, yeah, this is something I've
0: been definitely wanting to be bringing up on this podcast. The iPod Touch. Believe it or not, Apple are still making them. I can't remember where it is, I think it's downstairs somewhere. But what I've, I've used to have the iPod Touch, I think it was fourth gen, right? But the thing is, is it still needing twenty twenty? If I just walk down the street, one thing that I see is like if I see kids with like, electronics
1: it's all of their kids with their iPads. And I don't understand why their
0: iPod touches is needed. like... I want to know how much money Apple still make off
1: of them to be honest. I actually really like them but... I don't know a lot of people personally that buy iPod touches now. I mean, I would love. I can see why people would use it for music because, like, they could.
0: They could legally or illegally get their music, like everybody does nowadays, and basically, you could just
1: load it all onto your iPod touch, and you know, yeah, go out jogging, whatever, but. The thing is, I don't know how to put it in a sense that it's understandable. Yeah, I don't really know how to put it in a sense it's understandable, to be honest. Because I know what I mean, I just don't know how to explain it.
0: But yeah, they actually do look pretty cool, not gonna lie, I think they look more like
1: um, iPhone now than they have ever yeah they do look pretty cool not going to lie all right so it's still lightning. that's cool oh my god they've got a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack that's pretty amazing I thought Apple got rid of that remember when everybody said yeah Apple are getting rid of their, the headphone jack, you're going to get a free pair of airpods of every purchase. Nah. I'm still waiting on that free pair of airpods for the, for getting an iPhone. Yeah they actually, I can't believe people would have thought that, come on it's Apple, what are you really expecting? And one more thing, let me just try and find it quickly, come on, I wonder if I can just type it up if that'll work, yeah right so this is it, the new thing that Apple have just released, Apple Arcade. Yeah, love it or you hate it and so that's really what it is so I mean the fact that you can get stuff like Sonic racing that pretty cool but is it really necessary I mean pretty much all it is, is think of it this way it's like Xbox game pass on that account
0: Anywhere you can download games for free by paying monthly. That's pretty much what it is, in part from it works on Apple TV, MacBook or iMac, Mac, whatever one, iPad, and phone. That's all it works on, and you're getting a selection of games. Right, one subscription, all you can play, no ads, no additional purchases downloads to play online or offline jump from iphone to ipad mac and apple tv almost sounds like stadia access for up to six family members
1: and it says committed to your privacy i don't know where it's going with that that's for sure i mean the games look They don't look really good. I might be wrong. I
0: might be getting the whole wrong what Apple's going, whole wrong idea of what Apple's going for here. But from what I can see, the games look pretty lacking. But I've not played it, so I can't really say anything. I don't really have an opinion on that. Yeah, I think that's all it's going to be for this po- first podcast episode. It'll be longer. It's just that. I'm just trying to get people to join the podcast and like, so I can have a conversation rolling for a wee bit longer. But this
1: is just the first episode. So yeah, thank you for listening, everybody. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.